0: This is BetMGM MGM tonight. tonight. Oh. Join us for live sweats. Oh.
1: Yes, 87. That five. was a
0: big balls three. you might as well put a thing up three. now. Instant reaction.
1: This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece.
0: And maybe a few regrettable decisions.
2: Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Goody can sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what
1: you shouldn't have done? bet on the Wizards yep
0: now live from Washington DC it's Ryan Horvath Trista Crick and Nick Ashu 77
1: 75 the San Antonio Spurs just keep on hanging in there, Trista. The fighting yes. Trista Cricks. Oh, the fighting Trista on.
3: Cricks tonight. Let's go. Big balls. Uh, Big balls It play. was. Yes. You did Yo. in- <laughs> yes,
4: it. I didn't. Yes, We still got a full quarter to go, guys. Let's think it too You're exciting. You're right. That's
1: true. Oh, you know, we're just we're, we're trying to bring some, some good vibes get, here. Yeah, we are yep. bringing the vibes. Wemby's yeah. had some just some nasty plays tonight, too. I mean, he's just done some things. I just I love watching him because it just doesn't make any sense.
4: That around the back into the dunk. <laughs> In the middle of PJ's very insightful breakdown. I was like,
1: ooh. And the best is when he went up the dunk, it's like he just kind of skipped. Yep. Didn't really like... It's like he really jumped. He just kind of skipped and reached the rim. It's, it's
4: like very Nerf vibes, you know?
1: It is. I tell you what. I mean, the team is terrible, but they're so watchable because you have Victor Wem and Yama, And it's just... It's that simple. Uh, it's going to take him probably years to become a contender in the West, but hey, you got your building block, and that's what matters the most. So, all right, we bring on Robin Lundberg, SI now senior host. Uh, you know, there, listen, there's a million things obviously this early in the season in the NBA because we know well it's full of drama and it's full of uh, big stars and a lot of question marks. The Lakers always dominate the headlines. Darvin Ham now there there's there's all this conversation about how the locker room feels about him and his rotations and his. It, When you see this, when you hear these stories, do you look at this and say, okay, it's a team that's struggling a little bit and this is what's coming out? Or does it feel like it's maybe something bigger like the Darvin Ham era is crazy enough already unraveling in LA?
2: Well, I mean, look, they won the in-season tournament. There's a banner and everything. So why are we worried about this right now? (laughs) Uh, I said it at the time and I was only half joking that LeBron and the Lakers need to go as hard as they possibly can for the in-season tournament, because, you know, they are, their roster is not that talented from top to bottom when you look at it. They really don't have shooting. They've got Torian Prince playing minutes, guys like that out there playing minutes. LeBron is the oldest player in the league. Anthony Davis, you know, has the street clothes meme going on for him. So counting on those guys to not only be healthy in the playoffs is enough, but also counting on the rest of that talent around them being enough is too much so i really did think going for the in-season tournament was a really good idea for them but yeah i mean i think once you start seeing stuff like this from shams and the like there is is smoke to that fire they, they've been in a bit of a tailspin and we all know the coach is always the easy scapegoat you know um rob Lowe. i mean rob flinka ain't gonna get canned you know in the, in the middle of the season right now so it, it's it, it clearly there's some disconnect some discontent going on with that team I mean it goes back to Austin Reeves and even reports of him having friction with, with darvin Ham and he's probably the third best player on that team so yeah I think uh the, the Lakers do have legitimate issues and roster construction aside from rotation is one of them
4: yeah, I think Jeannie is a big part of that too, unfortunately, hiring a lot of her friends. I know Linda Rambis is like making calls, and like I think she was a Laker girl back in like the Showtime era, <laughs> and then her and Kurt just kind of hung around. Uh, Emmanuel quickly though, near and dear to my heart, 6 man of the year candidate, he probably should have won it last year, he goes to Toronto probably gonna get the absolute bag. He goes crazy in his starting role, 26 points. How do you think he and RJ affect Toronto moving forward?
2: Well, quickly needed that sort of change in scenery, I think, because of the the conflict with Brunson. I mean, through no fault of his own, those two guys just play the same position, and Brunson is really good, <laughs> you know? Brunson, it, it, aside from his height, um, it, it doesn't really get enough credit for what he's actually done with the Knicks and in, in the league at this point. So, quickly was never going to get all the way off the leash with the Knicks just because of that position fit and the fact that you couldn't play those two guys together. So, I, I like that that look for Toronto there. R.J. Barrett was never that much of an impact player. For the Knicks, but maybe back home in Canada, he played well for the national team as well. You know, it's just the kind of thing. Perhaps a change of scenery, less expectations, will help him out. So uh, Toronto w- was going really nowhere. There, there was no reason for them not to to take a swing at something that could stick. Um, and, and it looks so far like that the move has been a good fit.
3: And then on the other side, Robin, I mean, from the Knicks' perspective, did you like them trading for OG? And then do you think, like, the Knicks finally have enough now for them to go out in the offseason and attract one of these big free agents? You know,
2: I, I think I, I like the move quite a bit, actually, because, like I just said, that they, they needed that wing position. They had mm-hmm. quickly giving them a glut at, the, at that guard spot. Now maybe they need a, a backup there. I think they could use an upgrade at, at shooting guard. But they had Brunson. They had Randall, OJ. OG goes in between, and, and that's a good fit for them. As far as a big star, I mean, they, we, we're so caught, we're almost like trained with muscle memory to do these same exercises in the NBA. You know, they need to get the guy. They gotta go get the guy to make the move. I, I don't know if that's the way that the league is constructed anymore. Every super team that's put together fails now. You know, everyone yes. falls apart at the seams. We're already like talking about the demise of the Phoenix Suns. They were just put together. So I, I don't think we're in that era anymore. In fact, I think one thing, I mean, look at the odds right right there on, on my screen. Look how close and bunched up a lot of those teams are. None of those are, are super teams per se. I mean, obviously Milwaukee now has Giannis and Dame. The Celtics have a bunch of guys. But the, the Heat were in the finals a year ago. No one's calling them a super team. Plus 1,500 looks pretty good to me, um, <laughs> given their recent history. So I think the NBA has done a good job at developing parity in a certain sense where we're now in a world where the Oklahoma City Thunder are all of a sudden contenders. The Minnesota Timberwolves are all of a sudden contenders. You probably could list off six, eight teams who realistically could at least be in the mix. So I don't think the Knicks have to go out there and land the biggest fish possible. I think they have to continue to build on their roster and improve their personnel because they aren't that far away. I mean, the Heat I just mentioned were in the finals last year. The Knicks went six games with them last season without these moves. So I think they keep making those moves around the margins. They could be right in the mix.
1: Yeah, where do the Knicks stack up to you then? I, I mean, we 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 haven't seen much, obviously, with this new roster and the way that it's constructed yet. But the East, I mean, I'm looking here. We got the Magic, the Cavs, and the Knicks all sitting there at 19 and 15. And again, look, we got a long season ahead of us. The Magic could fall off, although we've all sat here and talked about how much we like the Magic coming into the season anyway. So fingers crossed it doesn't have. You know, we've got a few bets on that division winner. But like, I just it feels like right now we haven't gotten to the point where a lot of teams have truly separated themselves besides maybe a Boston, but we found moments where Boston's incredibly frustrating too. Like, I, I kind of feel like the Knicks are in a spot where they could easily climb back up to like maybe a, the, around like the four spot, maybe surpass the Pacers because they're kind of up and down. It's just everything feels very, very wide open right now.
2: Yeah, man, that was what I was just saying. I, I think the Knicks are probably the fifth best team in the conference. You know, looking at it on, on paper, given the heat, the, the pedigree mm-hmm. points, um, given Boston and Milwaukee the edge, and then Phillies look really good. That's another team, sneaky team, around the deadline. You know, move Morey's always been very aggressive. One move could really put the Sixers over the top, though. I'm, you know, I'm not a big believer in Embiid when it comes to the postseason just because he's usually broken down around that point in time, and, and he doesn't get the, the same calls. A generational <laughs> flopper for a big man. Um, but, you know, <laughs> when, the, when the reffing gets a little tighter, but, I, yeah, I'd say the Knicks are, are right in that, that group of teams. Again, they were, they were there last year. My stock line used to be that the Knicks have won one playoff series since I graduated from high school. That is no longer true <laughs> because they won a playoff series a year ago. Uh, so that's now two playoff series since I graduated from high school. And if they could win a playoff series, who's to say they can't win two with a slight improvement like they just made? I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks are in the Eastern Conference Finals.
4: Especially now that they have some guys, or at least a guy in an OG and an OB, who's a really good corner catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. We saw what happened against the Miami Heat when they stopped being able to score from deep. They just packed the paint on them. I, I do want to get your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets. And I know it's not a sexy team to talk about, but they're fascinating because they're hanging around. They, they have reasons to compete. I mean, you would imagine they don't own their own draft picks due to the trades that they've made. And yet, they seem already to be punting on the season, especially that game right around the Christmas break against Milwaukee, where Jacques Vaughn sat everyone for absolutely no reason against the packed house.
2: That was the move a contender makes, which was strange. You know the reason that's, that game stood out was Mikhail Bridges. That game would not have been talked about the same way if it wasn't for Bridges' streak because we see teams rest guys all the time. Now, usually it is a team that plans to be playing late into the spring and and into the early summer, and and that's not going to be the Brooklyn Nets. But they, they sat everybody but Cam Thomas and Bridges. Bridges obviously played because of his streak and then didn't go back into the game. That was what was so curious about it and really so infuriating if you're rooting for the team because it was a winnable game. And and then it's hard for Jacques Vaughn to get up there and go, you know, we got to dive on the floor. We got to make all these hustle plays when you totally give up on a game. So I, I don't think they, they're punting the, the season because of that, I, I think they were expecting to then win the next game against the Wizards. But their season has gone to a tailspin since then. They haven't won a game. Since then, they lost to the, the Wizards, who obviously they should beat. They have they lost to the Rockets last. They look lifeless. They look soulless right now. And they're stuck in a nebulous area. Because, like you said, Trista, they, they don't have their own draft pick. So, there's no incentive to tank right now. At the same time, they're clearly not contenders. And their best assets are down the line. Like, I really, I'm a fan of the Kevin Durant trade. All, all things considered. Once, you know, once that red button is pushed... You know, you're forced into making a move. I thought they did as well as you possibly could, getting Bridges and Johnson back, not to mention four first-round picks, uh, pick swaps, whatever the the rest of that that package was. And if you look at the way Phoenix is constructed, very good chance they are bad when those picks come due. But they're still um, paying the the debt on the Harden trade to Houston, they owe their pick to Houston this year. So you could make the argument, I suppose, sell off everything and just try to get as many assets back, but that's probably not helping you in the short term. I think most likely they're keeping what they consider their core pieces, the, the twins. I, I don't know what the organization thinks about Cam Thomas because he's weirdly been jerked around, where he's he's you know not starting, then he's starting, then he's not starting, then he's getting pulled after struggling a little bit. When really you should be developing somebody like him um, over Spencer Dinwiddie, I guess, even though you know Thomas has his flaws, but maybe they, they view him as a, a trade chip. I'm curious to see where they go. If they, they make a desperate move at the deadline or if they make more like marginal moves like trading Dinwiddie, who's an expiring, trading Claxton, who's an expiring, trading guys like Royce O'Neill and Dorian Finney-Smith who might have value to contenders and not value to them right now and, and still trying to build around those guys who are in their late 20s on good contracts.
3: Rob, what about the Grizzlies? Obviously, now with Ja Morant back, they're playing a lot better. They're five and a half games behind the Lakers for that 10 seed in the play-in game if, if that were to happen today. I think the tough thing with the Grizzlies for me, it's like if they end up making like a 9 or 10 seed, like who's the team that they would replace? But do you think maybe they're worth a bet long-term with Ja
2: back now in the fold? Hold on, I gotta check my receipts and see what they say. You know, I keep them. Um, I still don't know what John Morant was talking about. Did anybody ever say he wasn't a good basketball player? Like, I don't know what the, what the case was. It's tough in the West and with all those teams bunched up when you start in that kind of hole. Now, the, the play-in tournament, Changes the whole game in a sense because we were just talking about the Nets and the Nets are what five games under 500 right now, but still in the play-in tournament, right? So your your uh, your life raft is is a lot uh, longer nowadays. It's it's not like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from the the Titanic. You're not getting kicked <laughs> off that <piece> sinking <laughs> to sink into the bottom of the ocean. You can hang on and cling on for longer. But I, I think that the Grizzlies started in a little bit too much of a hole um, to to really get up there with the big boys
1: i uh, got about a minute or so left here. We were talking about the Warriors earlier, 16 and 17. Draymond's going to be back with them soon. I mean, uh, clearly they've, they've gotten older. This is what happens with great teams. It's just the way the NBA works. Are they still a playoff team in your eyes? Or are they just a play-in team in your eyes at this point? Because I feel like it's still really hard to write them off just given the history of this team.
2: Yeah, I think they're right on that bubble of seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, 10. But Steph Curry is, you know, it's funny, all the Steph LeBron talk over the years, because now Curry is in the position LeBron was once in, where he's actually, of all the superstars in the league, probably asked to do more than anybody else when it comes to singularly carrying a team. Klay Thompson's not the same player he once was. Draymond Green can't stop choking people or, you know, doing whatever he's doing to, to get himself suspended. Um, you got – who else is – Wiggins was benched. I mean, they got, you know, Kaminga guy little nice pieces, but they don't have another scorer, really. They don't have consistent secondary production, point, second, third production point-wise. A lot of that's coming from staff. So I, I really just don't think they have the horses anymore to get it done.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, but it, all, all good things come to an end in the NBA, as we've seen. Robin Lundberg, SI now. Appreciate Thanks, the time, brother. man. Thanks for coming on.
2: You got it. You remember everybody who talks about Michael Jordan never losing when his dynasty ended, he quit to go play baseball. He had a little time Exactly. Off there. <laughs> he dodged. He dodged all
1: the criticism. He knew. He knew what the damn legacy was gonna be. It's a smart move. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> he, he did. He played baseball, came back, team was good again, and then you know what? Like nobody ever talks about Jordan and the Wizards, by the way. Let, they let's don't. Let's just bring that up. I remember those days. Calvin did Johnson too. balling. Yeah, yeah. He's having. He's having himself a night. I, I watched the Spurs and I'm like, why aren't they better? Like, they have some talent. It's when 93
0: said, all. I got you, Tristan. He's on Plus a nationally televised you, game. 11. Going 11. after Giannis. It's
1: BetMGM tonight.
0: Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. We're back with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. BetMGM.
1: 10197. The Spurs over the Bucks with ten twenty eight to go in the fourth. Let's go.
3: Wow. And I need that. I'm glad Trist is having a good night. Our 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 guys from Hofstra just collapsed in the second half. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it's it's very, it's very sad.
1: College basketball this time of year is tough to bet on, man.
4: The hit really is. Uh,
1: it's yeah, I think it's harder than the NBA. I really do. Yeah. You
4: gotta well, you just have to be, I think, more locked in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Cause there's just these, like, more spot situations with, like, the things that kids go through, you know, yeah. that professionals don't go through finals, uh, travel schedules, coming back from a long
3: road trip. Yep. Up late. They're up, you know, late at night watching Bed MGM tonight. Yep. Yeah, so, I know. That's a key piece for lot, sure. A lot of Keeps things. Keeps you up late. You got to factor in. I for agree. Sure. Absolutely. Late. You know there are kids from Pepperdine <laughs> locked in right now. And they
1: a- should be, damn it. North <laughs> Texas as well, right up 2111 on which State State. Pepperdine, though. How no. about that? Mm-hmm. Uh so we were talking a little bit about incentives before. I, th- this is that time of year at the end of the season where you do find that little extra motivation because we uh, we know uh, money motivates people quite a bit. Odell Beckham Jr is not going to play for the Ravens. He would have been playing for a quarter-of-a-million-dollar bonus in terms of receptions and a couple of touchdowns for another bonus and yards. Like, he actually had a lot there on the line, but he's sitting out, not worried about it, getting ready for the playoffs, which I think is a smart thing because the guy kind of has an injury history here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Kimmy K
3: will give him all that money. So he'll it's there. true. He'll, he'll get it somehow, yeah, some way. He will. Let's be honest. Wait, wait, wait. They're together still? Are they still? still? I don't know. I don't They're know. So probably not. Kimmy
4: K, because he K. needs five receptions for $250,000, mm-hmm. OBJ does. Oof.
1: Yeah. Nelson Aguilar can get a quarter of a million with 58 receiving yards. Ooh. Yeah. He might be worth a look this uh-huh. week. Yeah.
3: I think Bateman's gonna play a good amount. Uh Tylen Wallace, the guy who returned the punt return against the Rams, he'll be out there. Zay's doubtful. I don't think he's playing. You said OBJ. I don't think likely he's gonna play all that much either. Really? Likely's yeah. not
1: likely to play. Not likely. Uh, uh, there unlikely. You go. Well he's uh-huh. unlikely.
3: I'm thinking Charlie Kohler is going to play. So, you know what? Hackalore is not a bad look this week. Yeah, I actually Yeah, I like agree. That quite a bit. Do they have his
1: crowd? I'm looking. I'm going there right now. See, no Ravens. It's nothing up yet. So this is all a lot of stuff. Sometimes on Thursdays, we start to get a decent amount. Totally. This is that week where it may take a little bit longer for some of these books because there's a lot of moving parts.
3: You guys want to bet in the Ravens game this week? I do. Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. Love it. Plus 105. Over?
1: Really? Yes. That's plus money? Yes. I'm going to get there before that changes. With
3: Tyler Huntley starting at quarterback. What's the plus value? Plus 105. Wow.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, Look. let's remember, Pro Bowl quarterback.
3: Oh, but you know Snoop what? Huntley. We're getting crappy weather on Saturday in the area. That
4: must be why.
3: Yeah. Oh, is it going to rain? Oh, yeah. We're getting snow. Too. Are we really? Yeah, no, not really I don't know here. How bad. It's going to be a Baltimore. It's going
1: to be out more like west towards like Western Virginia oh, and that. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, going to be okay. more out that way. Oh, We're going to get true. rain in D.C., Baltimore. I got you. All and, right. yeah. Really, so I
3: thought we'll it was so. going to be nice. No. no, Sunday it could be okay, oh, but no, you know, Saturday's going to be tomorrow's going to be sunny. Trista.
1: Okay,
4: good news. Yeah. So a
1: good sunny Friday. I
4: haven't had a nice uh, weekend in a while.
1: Well, I hate to tell you, but Saturday's not going to change that streak. Dang, <laughs> un- I thought it would. Un- unfortunately. Uh, Devin Singletary, he's got, he's got a couple that he's also going to get. I mean, this is really kind of what you want to do is you want to look through and say, okay, what teams have something on the line like the Texans, and then what players are going to be involved to help that team win that game for whatever, division, playoffs. Dalton Schultz, six receptions for a quarter of a million dollars. If he could get over 100 yards, uh, he'd get another quarter of a mil, but if you want to get him for 100-plus more yards, it's plus 900, but I don't think I would take that bet. It, Devin Singletary got one to get a thousand yards. Uh now it's just kind of like looks like mostly for him it's just snaps though. Yeah. So you just some of those are you just hope that the guy's gonna be out there and that's you know, but there's no real there's no real props market for that. But one to make I know this is crazy. Joe Mixon, a hundred thousand dollars with two more rushing touchdowns. I mean, Ooh. if you're the Bengals is he gonna play? I
3: think so. 100 grand. I I don't think think he's out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's
1: out as right now from what I've seen. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe if you're looking for just a little something like Joe Mixon, two plus touchdowns, just just maybe a little sprinkle if you want something, because that's an extra 100 grand for somebody that is a running back that we know is probably on the down tail of his career as a running back because it doesn't take very long. So, he might be motivated to get in the end zone a couple of times.
3: I like that. It's going to be a tough matchup against the Cleveland defense. It helps that Miles Garrett likely won't be out there. Mm hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's, like, when we're talking about player incentives, like, that's a great one. Yeah, Where we're talking about two teams, nothing to play for. The Browns know they're locked into the five. Bengals not making the playoffs. Obviously, Browning's not going to be the starter in Cincinnati next year. I think that that Mixon plays a nice call. I like that. Two touchdowns. What do we think the odds on that are going to be? That could be, like, 10 to 1. Yeah, at least. At least. That could be some nice odds.
1: I mean, Jake Browning's played well. He has. So it's not like they can't throw the football, but they also have given Mixon a lot of touches.
3: Yeah, and you know, they're probably going to want to showcase Browning a little bit because, look, I mean, Browning certainly could be a starter somewhere next year. I mean, he, he certainly could. We'll see what happens with some of these other teams that need a quarterback. Um but, like, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to think that Jake Browning could be, like, the Raiders' quarterback next year, you yeah. know? Or the Jets trade for him just well, in case Rodgers Just goes. as a backup. Yeah. The
1: worry there is that is he a product of the system? That's what you got to be concerned about if you're a team. Yep. Definitely. And honestly, if I'm the Bengals, I want to keep him because Joe Burrow does have a bit of an injury history.
3: He sure does. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, they're going to lose T. Higgins in the offseason. I
1: mean, they could franchise him if they want to.
3: Yeah, they could. That
1: might be what they do because who else would really – T Higgins is probably worth the franchise tag more than anybody else for them.
3: Yeah, I would think so. I don't know what their free agent situation on defense is, but yeah, no, certainly on offense.
1: He's probably the most meaningful one if they wanted to do that.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're still gonna have to pay Chase eventually. Too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, they'll 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 franchise and it's not a bad call. They might have.
1: Here's here's one that I, uh, I I promise you guys won't happen, but just for, just for s's and giggles. Zeke Elliott yeah. needs 252 total yards in the final game to get $375,000 so he can hit that 975 in total yards. So you're saying there's so a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Zeke to get two – at least it's total yards and not rushing yards. Yeah. So there's that. I probably wouldn't touch that one, though. Yeah, I mean, Vikings and Lions, there's a couple. I mean, it, maybe – let's see. You could probably do a Calais Campbell – Yep. Uh. He's yeah. So he's got he got a half a million dollars already for a five sack season. So just sixty percent of the snaps he gets another five hundred thousand. But you know, some some of these two, Like if you're looking at snap counts for players and those percentages, it's just a matter of like because a lot of these teams and coaches know that and they want to make sure guys get these bonuses because players keep track of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They know. So sometimes even if a coach co- coaches don't know what's in their contract, players are like hey coach like I got to play this much more to get this money. Can you help me out? Can you make sure like I get this opportunity? They're going to go out of their way for their players to make sure that they get that opportunity to do it. So if you're just even getting – knowing you're going to get a decent amount of snaps, maybe look at a Calais Campbell sack as something to consider here. Nothing for Cowboys commanders. Chris Jones needs a sack to get a – oh, actually – 1.25 yeah, million. Yeah, that's a big one. That actually is probably a really good one to look at.
4: Against the Chargers too, yeah. 25th rank O-line. Wow. And he had – Season high, seven pressures against the Chargers in week seven. Mm. Yeah,
1: I think a Chris Jones sack is the way. You know what? Maybe even two. Maybe let, let's get a little frisky here. Yeah. Let's go two plus sacks for Chris Jones when that pops out.
4: Yeah, Levante David needs a half of a sack to get $150,000. Panthers O line, we know is bottom of the barrel, twenty-seventh in the NFL. I think that's a good spot maybe to back him. Jadavion Clowney. I like the sack props in this one. Yeah. These guys are playing. Uh-huh. Jadavion Clowney uh needs a half a sack to earn seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot. And he takes on what? Thirty first ranked pass blocking unit in the Steelers. Little sack parlay. You know what? Here's one to add to that,
1: too. Here's one to add to that. Preston Smith's got eight sacks right now for the Packers. He needs 10, and he earns an extra million dollars. Packers are playing for the playoffs. And you got Justin Fields insulting Green Bay. Preston Smith's going to get after him, maybe sacks him a couple of times. At least one. And really, all these guys, even if they need two, if you're going to do a little parlay there because they're going to be trying, just get one. Three Mm -hmm. or four guys to get one sack last game of the season, I think Preston Smith's another one that I'd probably add to that sack parlay if you want to do it.
4: I don't think this was in the Action Network article, but I mentioned it a little bit earlier that Devin Singletary needs 74 total yards, all-purpose yards, mm-hmm. to hit $125,000 bonus. Yep. He's hit 1,000 yards uh, already this season, but 74 total yards. I like him to rush for 100 against the Colts, who is just absolutely terrible against the run.
3: Yeah, He's done it a couple mm-hmm. times so
4: far. Remember he had one game where he had like 165 rushing yards.
3: Yep, I like that. I'm looking at this Broncos-Raiders game. Tight end Adam Troutman for Denver mm-hmm. can unlock 100,000 with a touchdown. Like that. Yeah. Obviously with Stidham in there, right? Use your tight end. Sean yep. Eaton's at the goal line.
1: Get your guy in Come there. Come on,
3: oh. coach. Throw a little let me get that money. Troutman.
4: Oh, like
1: I, I got one more sack, sack prop to add to that parlay. Leonard Floyd. So he can get up to $2 million in sack bonuses from the Bills. Wow. It, he has to go 8 10 and 12 sacks. Those are like e- each time. That's where, that's where it, it, it jumps essentially. So he's sitting at nine and a half sacks on the season. All he needs is half a sack to at least eclipse 10. Now I don't think the guy's going to go out there and get you two and a half sacks, but at least another guy to add for maybe one sack. Cause again, it's just an effort thing, right? They're going out there and they're constantly pressuring the quarterback. You got a little extra effort to try and earn some extra money. And you may not hit three, you may not hit two, but if you bet all these guys and say just one sack, one sack for each one of them, that's a pretty damn good parlay. Yeah, I
4: like that a lot.
1: I'm definitely putting this together. I don't know what... The, a lot of these obviously aren't out yet. This is an absolute must for me, a, a parlay like this. And I'd even bet a couple of them individually, too. Yeah, also, those are good.
4: Uh, I like the DeAndre Hopkins look. We yes, know that the, that the Titans are going to want to make some moves. They're going to want to play spoiler. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins only needs 49 receiving yards for a million dollars.
1: Oh, he's absolutely getting that. I wonder if his is up
3: and he needs like a couple touchdowns too, for right? 250, for 250. Yeah. yeah.
4: He could get, I could see him getting into the end zone once and having 50 50 plus receiving yards. Yeah. That's a good parlay. I can see that too. Nothing's
1: up yet at BetMGM for Titans Jags yet. So that's Yeah, a lot of these are just not... The market is definitely slower to come out this, mm-hmm. this week.
3: Five catches or uh, four catches for 59 yards and a touchdown for Hopkins in their first meeting, the mm-hmm. Titans and the Jags. So I like that. Calvin Ridley, I'm big on him this week. There are, are, no, there are no incentives mm-hmm. on Calvin this week. But if you look at what he's done in divisional games this season, like when they played at Indy, at Houston, when they played against Tennessee... It's like his best games of the season. Calvin Cook's an AFC South matchup. So, uh Hopkins, Ridley, target both of those guys. Mike that. Micah
1: Parsons sacks, too. Again, there's no incentives, but I'll just go back to that again. Uh Chance to maybe win Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Going up against one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL in Washington. Sam Howell's out there, too. I... I Again, Ron Rivera's last game. Thank God it's going to be Ron Rivera's last game in Washington. We finally get to start fresh. But, you know, Micah Parsons has a lot to play for. The Cowboys have a lot to play for. And even though Washington's terrible, like, these games all still matter because if you're playing a division rival that sucks, you still just want to knock them down. Yeah. Like, you still you want to embarrass them. You want to rub their face in the dirt. And that's what the Cowboys will probably do, and I hope they do. If you I swear to God, Trista, if your Cowboys lose this game, I know, and and we miss out on what could be like the number two overall pick,
3: going to be furious. I'll hate the Cowboys even more. We should
4: do that. Actually,
3: no, no stop that. it. And watch the Eagles then lose to the Giants. Uh, <laughs> and they, like, they still get the division, oh, even that would losing be so, the Yeah,
1: and then you know that's another thing to think about too. At the end of the season, like this, right? We're talking about teams like because players don't tank but teams do. Mm-hmm. So what other decisions might be made in-game where maybe somebody in the front office is telling the coach, hey, get this guy out, this guy out, this guy out. We're going to give our young guys some opportunities out here. But really, they're thinking about draft positioning, too.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. I mean, Tristan and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, just so many games, you know, and it's a shame because they try to do this to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. But Buffalo has such a big advantage playing Sunday night And obviously, if either Pittsburgh or Jacksonville loses, the Bills know they're in the playoffs. And then if both the Steelers and Jags win, the Bills know that they have to win to be in the playoffs. So, you know, an incident like that. Obviously, Philadelphia, we were talking about earlier in the show, they need Dallas to lose for them to win the division. Like, Dallas isn't losing to Washington. So, um Please there, don't mush it. Please, PJ, the PJs.
1: Please don't mush it. Nick, don't if, you do this to me? If that happens, don't you man. put that
3: evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Oof, that would be that'd be something.
1: I, that I, it would be. I mean, because I'm looking at a mock draft right now with them taking Drake May, and it just makes me so happy. <laughs> Sam Howell would be a great backup. That would be great. Two North Carolina quarterbacks: Drake May your starter, and then you got Sam Howell your backup. I mean, Jaden Daniels now going three in this one that I, I see with the Patriots. Yeah. Here.
4: He would be a horrible Patriot,
1: let's be honest. I, yeah. would not be good. That's a terrible spot. I think yeah. it's a terrible, terrible spot for him. But again, is it going to be Bill Belichick there that's the coach? That's the other question. So, that's I mean, true. last game of the year, you know, Carolina obviously is going to lose their number one pick. The Bears are going to have that. But you got Washington, Arizona, and New England, all with four wins on the year. Giants, Titans, and Chargers all with five, so you got a lot of teams where some tiebreakers are going to be settled for that draft pick when it's all said and done, and it's a quarterback loaded draft, and a team like well Chicago, we'll see what they do. Obviously taking Carolina's pick, Washington will take a quarterback, Arizona will probably take a wide receiver. Take you know you're going to go Marvin Harrison,
4: more offensive lineman, more
1: offensive lineman, but the Patriots will probably want a quarterback, Giants will want a quarterback. Do the Titans want a quarterback? Mm. I, I mean, I, I think you I don't think Will Levis is the answer, but you still use the second round pick on him. Yeah. I mean, Chargers don't need one, Jets don't need one, but you gotta think about the future. Like, there's a lot of teams that are gonna be looking for quarterbacks in this draft, and then there's of course the option of trading up. So it's incentives, it's guys trying to just get whatever they can the last week of the season, and it's other teams saying, Hey, let's play our young guys so we can go up a little bit in the draft. It's a week eighteen. There's always something. It's bet MGM the night.
0: Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM.
1: It's time to enter the Sweat Chamber. Oh, and I don't even know if it's... Do we even count it as a sweat? I'm Spurs, it's going to be 118-115 after this free throw from Wemby. You got the Spurs plus 11.5. Plus 11. Yeah, I, I will say, I, I wish I had gone back and taken the 11.5. The 9 I didn't like. The 11. I'm just kicking myself, Trista. I wasn't brave enough to do it. It all made sense. I was
4: scared, too. Yeah,
1: I know. Was, you hit that, and you're like, bet.
3: Oh, okay, I'll do it. Oh,
1: but, no. uh, I mean, Giannis right now, 38 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. Dame's got another 25 and 9 assists. You got 24 for Victor Wembenyama. You got 34 for Devin Vassell. You got 18 for Trey Jones. I mean, this is...
4: What Kelvin Keldon Johnson
1: have? Uh, Keldon Johnson's got 14. He's 5 of 16, though, 2 he of 8 from 3, looks- so...
4: He just looks really good out there. Mm. Devin Vassell does too. Goodness gracious. Is that a Giannis three? Yeah, it is. Remember when all Ryan needed was like a Giannis three for like a plus 2,500 bet? Yeah, and And it was
1: like a whole... Giannis
4: went for 63, no threes.
1: Oh, that's right. Was it that game? It was (laughs) the 63-point game? Yes. It
3: was.
1: (laughs) The
4: only game he didn't have a three. That's right. (laughs) Only thing he didn't have. That's
1: brutal. That's, That's one of the ultimate just... Parlay killers is was that specific moment? I forgot that that was the sixty-three point game. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. Like every time I watch the Spurs play, and it take Victor Wembanyama out of it because obviously he's the outlier and it's different. You watch even some of the secondary players they have. You see some talent there. They're just they can't put this thing together, and they are so good at melting down late in games. Well,
4: I think they were trying to put. Uh... Oh no.
1: Another yeah, three another for Giannis. Three is just Uh-oh. deep
4: in his bag. We need a timeout. And now it's folks. A Spurs
1: three, or it's a uh, Bucks three-point Cam- lead
4: campaign. Why yep. don't you sit your ass down? He's the worst. Okay, <laughs> he's so annoying. <laughs> just be quiet.
1: Over there. <laughs> he's just the worst.
4: Well, what they were doing in the Spurs organization, where they were playing Jeremy Sohan, who's like never played point guard in his life mm-hmm. at the point guard position, and using Trey Jones as like nothing, and yeah. now Trey Jones getting a lot of minutes, looks very good offensively his plus-minus with Victor on the court. I think together they mm-hmm. have, like, some incredible plus-minus. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's good. And that's probably the best combination of guard-center that they have. So they were just messing around. They're just vibing, just playing, experimenting, knowing that they're not a good team. So stop with all that, and let's just watch this team.
3: They... have It's been a really exciting game. It's been really good. I'm enjoying Wemby's been great. Giannis is taking over in the fourth quarter. Next like couple years for the Spurs are gonna be interesting Mm because obviously you were gifted Yama, but you gotta hit on, you know, your next couple Mm -hmm. drafts. I don't think San Antonio quite yet is gonna be like a big free agent destination. No, you know, no. maybe they get some they get some nice players to come play with Weminyama. You might but... get some
1: older veterans maybe that'll come there that wanna yeah. be a part of exactly.
3: it. Exactly. But they're they're certainly gonna have to build their core through the uh, through the draft.
1: And listen, if there's any organization that you would trust in in drafting, the Spurs Definitely. have shown for a really for long sure. time that yep. they can identify talent from
3: all
1: over the world. But you do get to that point where okay, it has to start to come together a little bit. And you
4: can't just draft number yeah. one, number two, number three every single year. Because then you're the can... Timberwolves. Yeah, exactly. For <laughs> just a while, for that you forever are, you're until the Wizards. You're yeah. The... yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah. But they didn't draft well. See, exactly. That's the only thing. You're right. <laughs> the Wizards exactly. didn't even draft well. How's Johnny Davis working out in Washington? Oh, yeah, yeah. Forgot wow, he's even on the roster. Was... PJ. Yeah, I could
3: have told bad. you that. Oh. I mean, Guy was overrated at Wisconsin. Well, let's be oh
1: honest. They haven't had a good front office in, I don't know how long, yeah. in Washington. So, I mean, that's what really matters, right? We, we talk about the Texans and the turnaround that they've had. Nick Casario's done an incredible job identifying mm-hmm. young talent. I mean, I go back to the Thunder, and that's they, they find guys from all over the place, and look at where they are. Number two in the Western Conference right now. So, coaching's great. But you have to have a front office and a scouting department that can identify young players that can figure out how to build this team because it's it's you, 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 not every team go out and buy stars and even some of these teams that do like the Lakers, like the Suns. Uh, go down the list. Look at the Nets when they had their big three. They, these super teams really don't work out. So this is the way that you build a team. The true way to still build a team in the NBA is through the draft. Bring, like really, the Warriors—the way the Warriors built their team—is the just the perfect way in the NBA, and everybody grows together. And the Spurs have a chance to be that, but it is definitely going to take some time. It's so Wemby, just watching Wemby with a pull-up. Th- I mean, just oh my god, it's tied at one twenty-one now with a minute to go. You
3: guys, seven-three doing that. He's more I like mean...
1: seven-five. Just
3: Jeez. pulling up it's in the insane. transition from
1: deep. It's just—it doesn't look natural watching him play. Like you just no. look at somebody. I, the best way to describe it is oh the... My. Oh, my God, oh Giannis. My.
3: Oh, my. And a block. <laughs> I mean, this just... game is so good. Oh, so this the, is incredible. The over-under, by the way, too, is like 248.5, yeah. I think. So they're at 245 right now. Yes. Um. So the over should hit, but, you know, obviously Milwaukee's not going to foul. Neither is San Antonio's nope. right now.
1: This it's has be been, I, I mean... It's a
3: heavyweight fight right
1: yeah. now. Yeah, and Giannis yeah. is driving down the lane and just... Man. oh.
4: This is playoff basketball for Giannis. He's taking this yeah. Victor Wembanyama matchup personally. And, you is. know, so, off a back-to-back that, too. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. It really, it's the Wemby. Like these these guys that are. that are MVPs in the NBA, right? They've established themselves. The young guys come in and there's all this hype. Those stars want to make a point in those games. They want to give them their welcome to the NBA moment. They want to remind them that you still have a long way to go. And Giannis is taking this game personally. He's got 44 points, 13 rebounds, and 7 assists.
4: And Vic, Wemby has 27 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, but, geez, 4 blocks and 1 steal. Yeah, even a steal.
1: That's he really does everything out there on the court. He
4: really does. This game is so good. Devin Vassell, who's like one of my favorite low-key, like under-the-radar mm-hmm. players. Oh, pass. Oh, come on. He has such a nasty shot. Oh, oh I was going to say it's oh. A bit bottoms,
1: yeah, oh Yeah, so no. not good. Uh, Vassell not
4: has 34. Yeah. So he's played really well tonight, too. God, if I had the we over, need I would be sweating. I know. So <laughs> That's
1: sweat. where the sweat is because Spurs is... plus nine and a half, Spurs yeah. plus eleven and a half, barring something crazy. As oh, you! Oh! Giannis just got thrown back by Wemby. Dang! I
3: Goodness. mean that. Wow! Goodness that was gracious! Awesome. That was Tristan just can't have overtime. No, that well, that's way. where you're yes. yeah. yeah. I know.
1: That's a very good So you are sweating to not have um, overtime. That's exactly. a very good point. I mean, Giannis tried to bully his way in on Wembyama, and he just went up and just threw the ball back Man. in his face. He said,
4: No, that's mine. Wow. Wemby. Wemby.
1: And he's not scared of the big spotlight nope. either. Like, he's ready to go for these games.
4: Yeah, dude. 27. Against Giannis, just so, that's what you want. If
3: you're Milwaukee, would you foul right here? So there's 16 seconds left. You're up three. Would you just play it out?
4: No, I would do what they're they've been doing, allowing guys like Jeremy Sohan to shoot from the corner. He's got a broke jumper.
1: <laughs> he's bro- he's yeah. broke. Yeah, His free throws yeah. is even the one handed free throws even yeah, worse. Not, Shout out Anthony Mason. Yeah, he's not, not supposed
4: to rest in peace. He's not supposed to be in the corner shooting. There.
1: No, no, that's that's not the ideal thing. The funny thing is right now though, Chet Holmgren's minus 250 to an MVP. Victor Yama's Plus one fifty. If you haven't gotten in on that market yet, you want to get some plus money on Wembenyama. Do it right now because that's going to change the minute this game is over or shortly
3: after. No doubt, especially if it's the three right now to send it to overtime. Ooh wee, let's that hope not. Keep coming down.
1: Have you guys seen it like a rookie of the year race? Or I mean, I, I guess we talked about some of these these stretched out. Uh, odds that we've got in some of the awards market in the NFL, but it's Chet Holmgren at minus 250, Wemby's at plus 150, and then it's Jaime Haquez at 40 to 1, yeah, Brandon Miller at 200 to 1, Scoot Henderson at 250. Like, you just have this massive drop-off after those two
3: yeah how has brandon miller
1: been this year
4: he's actually been okay yeah he really yeah you really you know me the brandon miller hater yeah not just uh not just a member but the president of see the give the brand,
1: man some credit Tristan he's not bad haterade club just hating him so hey, he's hey, averaging hey, hey,
4: 15 hey. this year on 40 percent shooting uh, four rebounds per game, half a steal, half a block, not bad, but he's had some big moments. Mm-hmm. He had 20 against the Suns uh, just the other night in Phoenix. He had 21 against the Pacers, and that's like going only
3: two for four from yeah, three. I mean, so He's consistently around like the 15 point mark. Yes. Oh, Wemby,
1: oh, wide open oh. trade.
4: Jones, three to tie it, though. No. Oh, thank God.
3: Thank oh. God.
1: Let's just call I'm it. it out huh? Let's bounce. just call yeah. it. Yeah. He was wide open. That would them. have tied the game at 124. Oh
3: my
1: God! Also, what'd you say the total was he,
3: in this? He, 248 and a half. Oh my God! Wow, we're
1: sitting at 245 right now. So you're gonna that need a, a sharp a number. miracle
3: heave from the Spurs. That was Man, a, That they was just got a dime. great look.
1: Trey Jones was wide open, and oh, that thing man. clanked off the front great, of the rim.
3: Great look.
1: Yeah, that's about as good of a look as you could have if you're the Spurs. Mm.
3: Really was. Gosh, guys, there are a lot of bad teams in the NBA. There, there, are, really there is. are some the Horn- really bad teams. Hornets I'm looking are at terrible. I'm looking at Brandon Miller's game log. L L L L It's like, man, do these kids ever win?
1: Hey, at least the Pistons got their third win recently, so yeah, there's that. Did, you did know. they
3: did they beat they didn't beat Utah last night? No. no. Oh, that cra- Remember I Remember it the went to overtime. Yeah, that was another crazy one, too. Man.
4: They both shot over 50% mm-hmm. from the field and over 40% from three. Uh, and Utah found a way to beat Detroit. Looks, oh yeah, 20. what happened?
1: Uh, they blew a whistle. Blew a whistle. Eight tenths of a
3: second so left. One twenty-five,
4: one twenty-one. So if you have, this is the hypothetical total that is the over. PJ oh, would have did taken they call, the over.
3: Did they call violation on uh,
4: on Wemby? Mm-hmm. Maybe they did. But
3: a two does you no good. You have no. to have a three if you yep. have yep. the over. Yep. Hmm. Yeah,
4: you. What you need is like a foul and one type exactly. of a moment. Yeah. Like, trying to get a steal. There's just no way. No, nah, nah, nah. I
3: none. hope Nuggets yeah.
1: Warriors after this is next. All right, that goes final. 125-121. Trista, great that hit. Thank Give you. Trista a bell. She deserves it. Great Having hit. the Thank guts, David. Having the guts to take Ooh. the Spurs. Great hit. Scary. That's what you do. Great hit. Good job. Now we got uh, Nuggets Warriors coming up after this. And, all right, I just want to look. So the final numbers here, Victor Weminyama, 27 points, nine rebounds, five blocks, including that big one on Giannis late. Also added a steal on that. He also had five fouls. Victor Weminyama played only 26 minutes in this game. He had 27-9. That's crazy. Five, I mean, the kid is just incredible. It's unbelievable. Devin Vassell had 34. 44 points, 14 rebounds, seven assists for Giannis, 25 and 10 for Dame Lillard. Hell of a game, and hell of a game.
4: Yeah, man, Giannis probably was just. Su- I think he probably had a bad game yesterday. Selling yeah. for this one against yeah, right, rugby.
3: right. I know they this is the Giannis looking looking we needed last night. Yeah. yeah,
4: we lost a bit with Giannis we we points did. and rebounds. But
1: you know, this is uh, this is what these guys sometimes look ahead to. They're like, all yeah. right, nationally televised game. Victor Webb, and Yama, People are comparing us a little bit. I'm gonna make sure people realize. Who the MVP is? It's me over him. Still, Man, middle- I've been an MVP. Middleton
3: damn it. only played 15 minutes tonight. Yeah,
1: he's. Dang. Middleton's just not yeah. part of the equation for mm-hmm. them anymore. It's sad, but this is kind of what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. Injuries, you know, injuries take it away from guys. Has sure. Robin Lopez just got the jersey from the uh, the Spurs mascot with nice. his bit when he's always fighting fighting mascots? <laughs> Robin Lopez, good bit. what a great career this guy's had. Just going out there fighting mascots, big crazy hair. Rebounds falling all over the floor. Not bad. It's BetMGM MGM the night.